Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Hello there. Welcome to the February 17th and 18th edition of Tech Talk for 2024. This is our family day long weekend edition. It's also acts of a random kindness day today. So go out and do something nice for somebody that you don't know. Glad to have you along whether you're listening to us live on Saturday or on Sunday after the Lunar New Year celebrations in Chinatown or to the podcast that we'll have for you to fit into your lifestyle. Glad to have you here. This weekend, it is myself, Alan Perry. Gary Beyer from Tesseract 2.0 Computing. And behind the microphone. Uh, sorry, I'm Marissa Meekins here. What happened to your voice? Uh, I have damaged my larynx very badly after a long cold. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm still getting a little... I actually talked to the doctor, and many of you have discovered this. If you get the flu, it goes away, hopefully after about a week. There's a 20-day cough. It just seems to be one of those things with the variant that's out there. Please don't, don't say that. It's 20 really, days. It's really it's scary to think I'm the healthiest person here. There you go. Yeah, it, it goes away, and then suddenly it comes back the next day. And the doctor says you can take cough syrup or whatever. That will help you in the short term, but it will prolong the cough. So just you're not infectious, because that was my question, yeah. helping people with computers make sure no on that. So there you go. Yes, family day long weekend edition, lots Lots going on around town here for you. We've got all sorts of fun things for you in the show notes. Happy to report. Thank you for being patient while we did it, because I know many of you, this is either where you start traveling or where you start making plans for spring break and beyond. So the travel tech tips are now converted over to the new notes at tech-talk.ca, T-E-C-H-T-A-L-K.ca. And you'll see them right there on the home page. I've also updated them, Gary, and it was quite surprising how many of them. So things have changed a little bit. Changed a yeah. little bit in there, so we found some new things for you. So we'll go we'll go through those throughout there. But take a look if you've got a trip coming up. We put some new ones in there. I've made sure that everything is up there, and so that's. And I also put a link directly into the tech tips in the main notes for today as well so if you've already gone to the notes for today's show you'll find that the link is there and i made it a printable copy you can download a pdf of i think there's 36 of them in there somewhere we'll do that the big thing in the news this week is soon every video clip you see could be fake so it was just one year ago we had that artificial intelligence video of supposedly of Will Smith eating spaghetti and it looked god awful but mm-hmm. at least it was done one year later now the people behind uh, chat gpt ai chatbot open ai have released asura a video creation engine that uses ai to quickly generate incredibly realistic 60 second video clips from just a couple sentences of typed input what do you think i think they're pretty incredible it's and it's going to upend an entire industry now yeah. Uh, why would I, as, as a business person, pay someone to do a 30-second clip of, of a commercial for, for, for computers when yeah. I can just ask AI, hey, here's what I need, yeah. and it'll do it? You really need to see this to judge yeah. for yourself. Uh, Marissa, you took a look at the one that I put into item number 14 there, the one of, and it was based on a prompt of a cat waking up its sleeping owner demanding breakfast. If I hadn't told you that that was AI generated, 
I definitely would have had to have maybe watched it a couple of times. But yeah, hard to say unless you, you told me. Because as soon as you told me and I watched it again, I was like, oh, yeah, I can see like this part looks kind of weird. But at first, no, it didn't didn't click at all. Yeah. One of the best tech observers out there is Marcus Brownlee. And he put up a video on YouTube where he went to the he went to a bunch of the um, clips and he went through and he analyzed them. And he actually says, OK, now watch this clip. You know, it's fake. And then he then he's going to tell you what else to watch for. And you're right, Marissa, if you watch it the second or third time, you can say, wait, that other person's hand in the corner is weird. Mm hmm. Or there's there's one of California Gold Rush. They said create, yeah, and it looks phenomenal. And only when he tells you to go back and watch it again do you see the horse vanish. Yes, and then reappear. Reappear. Yeah, things like from that. the riverbed. Yeah, so I encourage you to go and watch. Uh, not only look at these <clears throat> videos, judge for yourself how big a deal you think it is. You will see the description from Tom Warren that's in item fourteen. He said this is the holy. <clears throat> moment of of AI um, but go down to the homework videos as well in the show notes and you will see that item number 41 is Marcus Brownlee he's done a really good um, explanation and demonstration now but here's just a little bit of his thoughts after watching these videos they can and will pass as real videos to people who are not looking for AI generated videos now that is obviously insanely sketchy during an election year in the US and also terrifying for a bunch of other internet related reasons, but it's also perfect for stock footage. Like there are already all kinds of presentations and advertisements and then PowerPoints that are in need of oddly specific stock videos. And these AI generated videos are already good enough yeah, that's it. He, he nailed it right there. Yeah. The entire stock video industry just went, uh-oh, we're in trouble. You know, it's, it's when ChatGDP and, and, and picture creation first came out, mm -hmm. stock photos are gone. Yeah. And this is, this is for video what that was. Yeah, because now the, the, the stock photo, the AI generation, is specific enough. I could sit there and give you a very specific prompt about color of hair, style of hair, what the person's wearing, or in the case of your real estate, anything like that for cities. I can sit there and give the, you know, we're just starting with a couple sentences. This is a groundbreaker. This is, is a, really I is. had no idea this was coming. So it's not available to you and me to use yet. They put it out um, not only for technical purposes, but also for safety purposes. And so I'm glad that OpenAI is doing this. They've said, okay, what do we need to do to make sure that in an election year in the U.S. in particular, yeah. right now you can't use real people. So you cannot yet say that, okay, make a video of Gary Beyer standing on his head naked in Centennial Square Fountain, things like that. I can't do that. I can have of a person, but I can't specifically say no. you, but you know that's just weeks away. It's coming. And so they're, so OpenAI said we need, before we start releasing this, we need to make sure we put some rules on this. And the government needs to get involved and do that one as well. So yeah, that's a really big, of all the stuff that came out in the last while, I just sat there and went, wow, I watched every one of those videos last night. But I thought Marcus Brownlee's sort of putting it in perspective. It really is. When you look at uh, some of these, yeah. were, you know, the dog in the window, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. There's a woman walking through um, a, a rainy street in Tokyo after the rain 
and when you look at the re- reflections and everything, it's just it's just phenomenal. And again, if you watch it closely on the second or third time, as Marcus points out, you will see that the sh- that the light reflection in the rain puddles is not as sharp as she is. And you'll also see a guy walking off in the distance. Looks like he's floating a bit. Yeah. But that's just the very first iteration. You know, this is not second, third, fourth, fifth. This is just, it. Just came out this week. So Sora, you're going to be hearing S O R A. Be hearing a lot from that. Okay, one other one out here that as we sort of transition into the travel tech news, and this is also a landmark ruling. I think item number eleven. <coughs> Air Canada has been ordered by the BC Human Rights Tribunal to compensate a BC man after the airline's chatbot gave him wrong info. So you can go onto the Air Canada site and they don't want you to talk to a human, that's too expensive. So you can sit there and chat back and forth and ask questions. And he basically was finding out about bereavement fares. And the chatbot said, yes, you can apply retroactively if you have to make a sudden trip and we will give you back the difference between the fare you paid and the much lower cost bereavement fares. And so he did that, and Air Canada said, no, no, you can't do that. He go, well, you said you could. No, we didn't. The chatbot said we could. It's your chatbot. Yes, but we're not responsible for what our chatbot says. Human Rights Tribunal was kind of blunt in this, oh, yeah. really, saying, oh, yes, you are. How, how is a person supposed to know whether they're texting with Gary in you know, Montreal or whether they're texting with a, a, a chatbot? And even so... A chatbot is an official representation of your company. So that's... Now the ruling, I think, went on to say that the chatbot is part of the website and the website is supposed to be accurate. Yes. And it wasn't. The chatbot was not accurate. Yeah. Now, if you put a special up on your Tesseract website and you miss a period, and so you make something, you know, 10% of what it should be, then you can say, no, that was a typo, and a reasonable person would not would have that. thought exactly. Yeah. But in this case, that makes perfect sense. You yes. can retroactively apply for the difference. In, so, so that's a key rule. And that actually, most airlines, if you go back 10, 15, 20 years, <laughs> that was the case. You could apply retroactively. You had to provide a death certificate, the whole works. Yeah. So it's a reasonable person would have believed that chatbot. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm glad we've got that ruling there. So that one that one's out there as well. Okay, so please, if you're following along with us, whether live or later, if you're live, then you can interact with us on it. But later, it's just there for you. Please check out the travel tech tips, which are on the homepage of the show notes at tech-talk.ca. There are some new ones in there. There's some changes to some ones in there. And we'll do one just to, just before we go to break here. Happy to report. We've said this before, but I thought I would check again and make sure if you are going to Europe, because Marissa, you're thinking of going to Europe with some friends later this year? Yeah, we're going to, uh, I think, start off in Ibiza. Nice. Yeah. España. So one thing you will not need is an Etias visa waiver. Because I know many of you went, ah, when we first told you back in the fall that starting January 1st, you were going to need this. ETIAS stands for the European Travel Information and Authorization System. I looked it up. And the EU created it in an effort to identify any risks associated with a visa waiver exempt visitors, including Canadians traveling to Europe. A visa waiver, ETIAS waiver, will cost seven euros, which is about 10 bucks Canadian. But because it's the EU and they need everybody to play nicely, sort of like Greater Victoria, in all our <laughs> third municipalities, it takes forever to get now. Now, there. so the startup of the program has been delayed until 2025. 
So if you're going this year, Marissa, you're off the hook. But if you're going in 2025, you will need one of these little devils. If you're under the age of 18 or 70 or older, you won't have to pay for one, but you will still need to get one. Otherwise, they will not let you into the country. You'll be lined up at the airport and they'll put one computer over in the desk and there'll be 400 people lining up to pulling out their credit cards to apply for a Wazer. So you want to do this. So anyway, if you know anybody, that's item number one in the travel tech tips version of the show notes. Okay, let's open up the phone lines, texts, and emails while we're live on Saturday of Family Day weekend, 17 after the hour. Star 1070 will connect you on a mobile phone in Canada. Marissa will put you up on the screen and I promise I won't keep you waiting. You can also call us uh, on any phone number, 250-386-1161. And we will have text to 107010-107010. Brian is okay, by the way. Martin and others who have texted, he's just, uh, with being a new daddy and all that, needs a little time for sleep. So Marissa's offered to fill in. So glad to have her here. Okay, back with your calls, texts, and emails after this. After the hour on Tech Talk for Family Day Long Weekend with Alan and Gary and Marissa. So, a text here as well. And from Mike, uh, morning, Alan and colleagues. How do I use Apple Maps on my iPhone 14 Plus to find my parked car? Or is there a better app out there? I tried the instructions online, but no luck. Apple Maps is pretty good at remembering, at recognizing that you've parked your Mm -hmm. car. But it's not perfect. Uh, So I wouldn't use it, actually. If you go into the travel tech tips, which we just updated on the show notes, and go down, Gary, to item number 24. Item number 24. uh, There's an app called Find My Car. And if you want to be able to easily find your way back to some spot, use the free Find My Car app. You don't need to actually have a car. You want to find your way back to your hotel, Airbnb example. Just set the location of your, and Alan's got it in quotes, car, when you leave, and off you go. You can even snap a picture, add notes, save location. When you want to find your way back, tap Find My Car button in the app and choose whether you want walking, driving, transit directions back to that spot. Yeah, when we were in Italy, that was probably the last time I used it any significant amounts. And for example, in Venezia, Venice, mm-hmm. we had no car. There was no cars in Venice. So... Uh, find my gondola. Yeah, we just, we just <laughs> tapped... Because our, our tour guide, uh, Yuri, he said one of the best things about Venezia is get lost. Mm-hmm. Put your phone away. And just walk. And walk. Follow your nose. Follow your ears. You'll never go wrong. And he was right. We found so many great musicians and so you awesome know, I, food. I'm kind of glad when I visited Venice when I was 16, mm-hmm. there was no such thing as an app. It's just you got lost. Yeah. And then you've, you wandered till you found your way back. And there were a lot fewer tourists. Yes. But we, I literally use that. Uh, and then I would just say, take me back to my, air quotes, car, which is actually the front door mm-hmm. of the little small boutique hotel. And lo and behold, it, it works great. You can use it if you go and park at a big shopping center somewhere. First time you're there, um, just park and par- find my car. And if you want, as, it, as you mentioned, you can take a picture of the surroundings if there's no car. Um, you can take a surrounding of what it should look like when you go around the corner, if it's one of those hard-to-find places. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a really great one. It works on Android and on Apple. It's free. Perfect. There's a little ad banner across the bottom. Stay away. Yeah. Okay, that's the trade-off for, for it being free. To the phone lines and Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Oh, Welcome to Tech Oh, good morning, Alan and, and the team. Hi. I have a hand-me-down Apple iPhone 6S. It's not holding a charge, and I was wondering if it's, should I get a new battery or if that's what's wrong with it? And also, 
is it feasible to get a new battery? It is possible. Um, it's not economic to do that because the 6S is no longer supported. It hasn't been supported for two years. Okay. So um, it's things on it are going to stop working. You're going to go to press an app like WhatsApp, and it's going to say you need to update this app to use it. And when you go update, it's going to say your phone can't handle the update. Oh. So it needs, yeah. to, it needs to be replaced. So can I, st- I just use it for emergency phone, like, you know, I still have a home phone, but if I'm out, Oh, okay. Yeah, if you, just, if you just use it for phoning and texting. Yeah, so I can still text on it, right? Absolutely, yep. So if that's all you use it for. Um, now, the only catch is, and this is also something that, ironically, Gary, is in the uh, travel text section of the note. So even though you might not use it for traveling, I'll mention this here for you. Um as we move on in more powerful phones, we also change the frequencies that we that the phones use to connect. Oh. So the carriers here in Canada, the big the big four, TELUS, Bell, Rogers, and Freedom, they are upgrading their towers to 5G towers. And as part of that, some of the frequencies that your phone uses will get retired. Oh. So you will find probably more in the next couple of years not right away but you will find sometimes you'll be with a friend you will your phone will go no service and their phone will work fine because their phone is newer and is on the newer frequencies okay so so i thought sometimes out in suit you don't get any well, service because the frequency doesn't work. Is that not true? Well, Even there are some spots out beyond Souk. Uh, on the Rogers network now, there is service all the way through to Port Renfrew. But on TELUS and Bell, they're still having a fight with Rogers. They won't let them share. So, yes, you will find that if you're on TELUS or Bell uh, and you go out beyond Souk, it'll say no service. Yeah. Okay. But for you, having a 6S... Even if you were on Rogers, you would find in some spots it would go no service for you because your phone can't connect to those newer frequencies. Okay. So you figure a couple years it would kind of die? So how much? It won't die. It'll just stop. Yeah, it'll just, things will stop working. Um, You can get a replacement battery for, they'll do it for you. You can go down to Black Apple Cellular. Okay. They're in. They're outside Walmart in Uptown. Right. Um, also in Langford. Okay. Uh, they're also Quadrant Kings. Yeah, Quadrant Kings oh, is right. their main Across one. Across some fairways. Yeah, right? that's one. Yeah, that's right. I think I'm guessing for a 6S, it's probably going to be about eighty dollars to get them to put in a new battery for you. And how long would that last for? Would oh, it last that, two yeah. years? That'll, oh, yeah, that'll last absolutely the lifetime of, of the phone because the phone the phone is on borrowed time already, okay? So the phone okay. is on the edge of the cliff and leaning towards jumping in terms of its technical functionality. So just be, be aware of that. If you don't roam around a lot, if you don't go traveling... No, then, I do not. ...then, then you, sh- you should be fine with, with the success. Do you think it is my battery if it's not holding the charge? Oh, yeah, very much so. Uh, so. Yeah, the battery is not designed to last that many... Yeah, it does charge up in that two hours, and then it's dead by, yep. you know, Do you want to check later. it? I'll show you how you can check. If oh. you want to... Do you have the phone there? No, it's not charged right now because okay. it's kind of crazy. Okay, anybody okay. else that wants to check and see the I'll status... I'll write down the instructions yeah. on... It's really simple. My yeah. paper. <laughs> go, to set, go to the settings app, okay. the gray gear. Okay. Scroll down to battery. Okay. 
and then tap on battery health and charging. Battery health? And charging is what okay. it says. Yep. And you will see the capacity there. Okay. And I'm guessing yours is probably going to be somewhere down in the 70% range. So that means yeah. 30, if, if it might even be lower if it's not. Yeah, because when I charge it and then by about three or four hours later, yep. it's already down to like 10%. Yep, so your 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 battery capacity is probably going to be even lower than 70% yeah. Yeah, in there. Apple and recommends replacing it if it drops below 85%. Oh, 85 Okay. But at least I know. Yeah. So that's not that's phone. not the charge. That means how much of a, how much of its life has already been eroded by. Yeah, past like eighty five would be like fifteen percent is dead. Yeah. So I'm okay. guessing you're probably going to be down in the sixty percent range oh, if it's dropping to ten percent in three hours. Yep. There you go. So okay. think seriously he, about that because if you're going to go to Black Apple and get a new battery and spend eighty dollars, ask them, hey, how much more to get like an iPhone ten, which would still be five years old. But right. it would be, you know, then it would have a new battery in it, and then you'd be good. We, you know, you don't have to go out and buy a brand new phone, but something newer. Newer, yeah. which would be better. Okay, and the other question was, have you heard anything more about the class action suit? Is the iPhone 6S part of that? Yes, it is. So you will oh, get so 100 and buy a battery. Yeah. And they have $70 to send to my favorite charity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Santa. There you go. So yes, we're waiting for the Okay. We're waiting for the judge to certify that settlement which will be coming up in a later this month and then we'll tell you about that on the show how you get the $150. Okay, that's great. Thank you so much. You've been most helpful. Oh, thanks, Sharon. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Have Bye-bye. a good day. Bye. Bye-bye. If you don't know what we're talking about, if you have an iPhone 6, 6S or any variation of the 6 number or an iPhone 7, Apple's proposed an out-of-court settlement to their battery gate issue from years ago. It, it'll be $150 per phone. You have to have the serial number mm-hmm. in order to get the money. Apple will help you get the serial number if you bought your phone from Apple. If you bought it from your carrier, eh, that's going back a long ways, 2017. So start looking around now for receipts, emails, anything that has the serial number for an iPhone 6 or 7. If you have the actual 6, in your case, Sharon, the serial number's on the back of your phone, not on 7s. Yep. So if you had, you don't have to have the phone anymore if you Just know you have number. Serial number. Stay tuned, coming up in a couple of weeks. Okay, news break and back with more. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. As we continue on our family day long weekend edition, and Terry pointed out, I mis- misphrased the other half of this. It's Random Acts of Kindness Day, not Acts of Random Kindness, although they're okay. He's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Random Acts of Kindness Day. So, hey, go buy somebody lunch, go pay for their groceries, do something. Do something nice. Yeah, for a stranger. And don't tell them who it is. That's the whole point. You yeah. get to sit there and smile and get that warm feeling in in your heart when you do that. Yeah, we're gonna take the girls out later on. We'll go down. We'll go down to a restaurant or a supermarket and just sit there in the corner and watch the reaction when the cashier tells them, "Oh no, somebody paid for that." Yep. Yep. That's cool. It's a really good thing. It's a Canadian. It's not a Canadian thing. It's c- Canada tends Generally, to. Generally, I've done this type of stuff before. Yeah. It's really interesting the expressions you do see. Usually, it's deer in headlights. They kind of huh. 
and start looking around. Don't know how to react. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then there's your job. If you're in the corner watching, you have to look like it's not Don't you. Say, Don't say anything. Yep. There we go. Um, we were talking about the iPhone thing where you have to find the serial number to get the money back. Um, and uh, Jim texted in to say the serial number is shown under settings. Yes, if the if you have the phone still, and if it if it has to turn on, I'll yeah. obviously, <coughs> yeah, there you go. And Jim says yes, I have the phone, and I don't use it as a phone, but it does still turn on. Yeah, so Ooh. anybody else, if the you've got the I, box, another thing I found out about the iPhones. Yes, if you have an old iPhone that you really don't use anymore, it's too old. Uh, runs only on plug-in power. Yep. You can easily turn that into a home security camera. How so? Uh, you put it on, oh, God, I have to find the instructions for it, but literally, you can use it and log into that phone from your newer iPhone. Your iPhone can actually be a security camera that you mount in your house. How would you log into it? Uh, why don't I look up those instructions <coughs> and you can put them on the show notes for next week. Okay, I like that idea. Not bad, huh? There we go. Okay. Um, hi, guys. I'm on tech-talk.ca, and the item numbers go from 23 to 40, no 24. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so what we do is we start the items at, obviously, number one, under security. But then, because we might add security items, if you bring up things on the show that we need to help with and figure everyone should know. So then we start the tech news of the week at item number 10 so you'll see right now security is there's one two three four items then it jumps to 10 that way if uh, Mercer or Gary and I need to add a security thing it won't screw up all the rest of the numbers and similarly we start the homework videos at item number 40 so the last item that's currently there is 23 then it jumps to homework videos number 40 I didn't know how else to do that, so I thought I'd use math. Yeah, just very quickly, uh, getting back to the camera, uh, there are several apps that can turn your iPhone into a security camera. Some of the best apps for this purpose include Alfred, Many Things, Presence Video Security Camera, Baby Monitor 3G, and Airbeam Video Surveillance. These are apps that you load onto the phone. Okay. Your phone goes onto your internet, onto your, your, your yep. home internet, and you can log into it. Okay, we will put that in the show notes for next week. Okay. By email from Terry, hello, quick question. I'm going on a short seven-day trip to California and would like to know what my best option is for using my cell phone for limited usage and emergency. Could not find this in travel tips. I'm currently with TELUS. Okay, Terry, so yeah, so this is one of the things that we did update in the, in the travel tech tips there. So if you just simply need to use for limited usage and emergency, you can keep it on airplane mode. Yep. And then... If there's an emergency, just take it off take airplane it off mode. Nine one one it, and tell us. We'll say welcome to welcome to USA. You have easy roam. I think it's fifteen dollars a day for, for up for the twenty four yeah. hour. Not twenty four hours anymore. It's for that day. So if you take it off cell phone at seven in the morning, it's good till midnight. If you take it off uh, airplane mode at eleven o'clock at night, it's good for an hour. Yeah. And then if you keep it off at midnight, another sixteen dollars yep. or whatever the amount. That is there. So, yeah. So, that would be option number one, the most bare bones. Then you could use it for Wi-Fi. Wherever you're staying, go to a coffee shop. You could connect to Wi-Fi. And then you could do your emails and texts. Please don't do anything financial on public Wi-Fi, including hotels. So, that's what we do. So, option number two would be to get you some additional data. And that is there. And that is Aerolo. 
you could use that. And most of the people we've been helping since we started this have said, you know, I, I see when I look at the prices, it looks like it's a little more if I go on to Aerolo Global, but then I can activate it right here in my house, make a test call, and know that it's going to lurk when I land in Barbados yeah. or Australia or Spain or whatever. So yeah, the current Aerolo Global rate option. So for you going on a seven-day trip to California, um, fifteen dollars for one gigabyte of data, ten minutes of calls, ten texts, seven days. So fifteen dollars U.S. and then you're set for seven days, rather than fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars a day from Telus. Yeah, yeah. Now another option if you're going to be going to the U.S. a lot, and we've talked a lot about this, and Freedom Mobile, owned by Videotron out of Quebec, they, all the American, all the major Canadian carriers, Telus Bell Rogers, they've quietly taken away their Canada-US plans. When Freedom first came out with those back in the fall and had them really affordable, they all started adding on Canada-US yep. service. And they were in the, they were much higher, they were in the $60, $70 range. But then the bean counters presumably said, hey, we're not making all those millions on roaming fees. And we didn't really get many new customers because we're offering Canada-US. So they quietly took away the Canada-US plans and bundled them in with their Canada-US-Mexico. Item number six, Terry and anybody else going to the US only in the travel section of the show notes, Item number six, staying connected while in the USA without going broke. So I checked last night when I updated the travel notes and tell us Bell and Rogers, the cheapest Canada, USA, Mexico plan is now $100 a month. But Freedom Mobile has the same thing for $34 a month, Canada, US. Those of you that switched from Shaw Mobile to Rogers as part of the buyout, you got Canada, US included. So, Marissa, you're, you're on Rogers, formerly Shaw, for mobile, correct? Yes, yes, I am. So, you can go to the U.S. absolutely no problem. Oh, good. It doesn't cost you anything. Good to know. Yeah, you can go down to the Dallas Road waterfront, and if it says, Welcome to USA, yeah. Port Angeles, doesn't you matter. don't care anymore. Okay, great, good. But <laughs> want to go to Europe, then you're going to Europe in the fall. That's going to be a challenge. So, then we have to do that option. Yeah. Okay. Another option for you, Terry, that's in item number six in the travel section there, is to use a test drive from a U.S. carrier. The big two, Verizon and T-Mobile. In the U.S., they want people to switch from whomever to whomever, so they're offering a test drive. So the way it would work for you, you get unlimited calling within the USA, unlimited global texting, 100 gigabytes of 5G, 4G data good for 30 days. You keep your current number and add a Verizon second number via an eSIM barcode for free so you can compare their coverage. And the same thing for T-Mobile. T-Mobile's is 50 gigabytes of data, and it's good for three months. Now, the Verizon one, you can use once every 12 months. The T-Mobile one is a one-time-out thing. So if you're going to make a couple trips to the U.S. in the next year, you'd be better off to use the Verizon one uh, and then save the T-Mobile one-time-only one for the longest trip that you're going to go for. But those are good. I, we've used both of them. They work, they work really well. 
So that, again, option, and I put a cheat sheet in there on how to do the Verizon one. So that's item six, and that's tech-talk.ca, and then right on that page, when you go there, click on Travel Tech Tips on the right. That will take you to this. And I made it so you can print these out and save them as a PDF as well at the top of the notes. Okay, Myrna and Patrick on the phones when we come back after this. Welcome back to Tech Talk as we continue on Family Day Long Weekend. If you're going up to the Malahat Skywalk, if the weather will cooperate, might take the girls up there. They have 50% off single admission for all this all this long weekend. That's an awesome attraction up there. But we need a little warmer and something resembling sun. It was so nice when we had sun yesterday. Back to the phone lines and Myrna. Hi, Myrna. Welcome to Tech Talk. Hi. How can um, we help? I've got an... Um the box left from my iPhone 4S. The phone's long gone, but it did have that problem with slowing down. Would I be eligible? And if so, how do I get the form to apply? Yeah, the form will be on the website. We'll give you that. But no, this is only going to be for 6 and its variations and 7 and its variations. That's ah. when Apple brought out the software that made a big leap and they put in a they put in a thing that made the phone slow down to avoid it killing itself. Yeah. So it's only so, 6 and 7s and their variations like 6 plus 6 6s etc. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. I'm glad you glad you checked. Sorry. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks Bye. Take it. Bye-bye. Okay, a text here. Oh, actually, hold on. Phone comes first. Patrick, thank you for waiting. Hi there, your turn. Then we'll do the text. Hi, Patrick. Hey, uh, hi, um, Alan. Hello. And, uh, took your advice, and I'm calling you from my new Freedom Mobile phone. Oh, great. Number. So listeners will may recognize Patrick's voice. He and Eileen are heading off on several trips to the Europe and uh, to the U.S., so... We were talking on the air, Patrick, about doing Aerolo, but I said, well, it would save you guys money because when we looked at your bill, um, you're, you were paying like $90 a month, and so we put you onto the Freedom Mobile $65 Rome Beyond plan. Anyway, sorry, that's so listeners know the background to you while you're calling. How does How is it working? The usual good, some parts good, and some you just work your way through. Um, I believe it is actually now $70, but um, anyway... Oh, okay, sorry. uh, It's 70 minus a $5 discount because you pay with your credit card, so 65 yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Thank you. So, so, um, uh, I had also earlier followed your advice to use live voicemail. Yes. So when I went to put in my new outgoing voice message, I'm not sure if I need to have a a, on the carrier voice message and on live voice message or only live. Yes, you want to do your your greeting on the carrier voice message as well. Um, When you use the live voicemail, Gary, that's the ability on an iPhone that lets you see what the voicemail is as it's being spoken and then you can go oh that's the doctor's office yeah. answer it so they will hear that first initial message if your phone is on and you tap voicemail on it if you don't answer the call then they will hear your carrier voicemail greeting so it's important to have both does that make sense so, uh, yeah yeah so if it, you're it, talking to me not yeah, yeah, yeah no nope, yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, so, so so Patrick, you want to record the carrier voicemail because that's what they'll hear if somebody phones you and you're not near your phone. If you are near your phone, you don't recognize the number and you hit voicemail button, they will hear that short one that comes from the live voicemail system. So I only recorded on the carrier. That's right. The live voicemail one is a system recording that you don't change. Uh, That's a little recording that says, the person that you were calling is not available now. You can try leaving them a message or something very similar to that. It's very short. It's under 10 seconds. All right. And if you're traveling overseas, would you leave live voicemail on? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter where you are. If you get a random call from the WestJet, you know, free vacation scam, you want to be able to, you know, yep. Dump, dump, yep. and then hangs up. But on the other hand, if you get a call from the doctor's office or a neighbor or somebody who's not in your contacts, you want to be able to answer those. Yes, unless you're at the beach and don't want to be disturbed. Yeah. Okay. And then um, we so Darren said that support was to call it was to call support on six one one. Yes, if you need any, ha- if you need a hand with anything, yep. With anything, but he did say, if I understood him correctly, you get better service if you use Facebook Message. Yes, um, with any carrier, pretty well. If you message them, whether it's Shaw slash Rogers, Telus, Bell, Freedom, if you message them, then they can get back to you right away because they have people that will be helping three and four people at the same time on different screens. Whereas if you right. call 611, you go into the queue. You do go yep. into a priority queue because they know you're a customer of theirs because you're calling 611 and that only works from their customers. So yes, right. you do go into a priority queue. So you know, if you want, call 611 if you need a hand and see how long the wait is. And if it's, yeah. you know, if you are number 27 in line, you know, then you might want to chat with them. Yep. And and what if if I took a, a one of the few moral stands in my life and said I would never use Facebook again? Yeah, you don't have to use Facebook post? Messenger. No, you can use, um, depending on the carrier, I'm looking to Marissa and Gary to see if either of you know, some carriers support multi-texting platform. Others have the texting built in. Rogers slash Shaw have the texting built right into their website. It's a little chat symbol that appears in the bottom right corner. Telus has the same thing. I th- yes, I'm picturing it in my mind. Telus has the same thing. They chat right from within on the website. And can I use Apple on to text? Yeah, on, on some. Um, yeah. So what you do is you'd go to the app and find out how when you go to get help and it will tell you depending on your carrier sorry alan which app for for you it would be freedom mobile i couldn't find a freedom mobile app oh so please go to the app store i'm going to do it along with you right now and i'm going to go to app store and search for freedom mobile f-r-e-e-d-o-m and there we go freedom mobile yes it's there freedom mobile And it's, okay. and it's under the category of utilities. It's white and blue and orange. Great. Yeah, thanks, so depending... Uh, thanks. thanks, Patrick. So depending on your carrier, Gary, um, they would tell you when you go to get help, they would tell you whether you can chat directly within here or they would give you the options for WhatsApp or um, Face... Well, not FaceTime, you know, iMessage or whatever. Yeah, each carrier is different. There, That one there. 
Okay, that was a really good question. Quick break and back with more, including an answer for Vince, who's going to the Cayman Islands. Nice. Eight before the hour, hour number one, family day long weekend in uh, brains restart. Unplug, plug in, start over. <laughs> Uh, Matteo Brenci, Emmanuel Graffiti, Enrico Maria Milanesi, and Andrea Vittori. They are four talented acoustic guitarists who call themselves 40 Fingers, and they've just released a new video, which is 43 in the Tech Talk show notes. Here's a bit of it. Michael Jackson medley. Seven minute medley. I've actually never heard Michael Jackson's music done on acoustic guitar. There you go. Item number 43 in the show notes. Homework videos down there. Um, also, right above it is a really cool one. Uh, yes Theory. Um, uh, Amar Kandil fulfills a 25-year-old childhood dream and skydives over the pyramids. There's way more to it than this because he's Egyptian, couldn't go back to Egypt until he turned 30. Otherwise, he had to do his military service. His family disowned him. They reconnected once his dad saw the documentary that he won the awards for. And then his dad said, hey, if you're going to do that, could I skydive with you? Wow. And he'd actually had a dream about asking his dad if he wanted to go, and his dad volunteered it. It's an amazing video. Yes Theory is really uplifting stuff around the world. So that's a really powerful one there. Item number 42. Item number 40, the trailer for Deadpool and Wolverine, which, Gary? Is incredible. And it has a record. Yes. I don't know the exact numbers, but it it, um, was viewed hundreds of millions of times. 365 million times just in the first day it was released during the Super Bowl. We watched it during a break in the Super Bowl because I said to the girls, here we go. And now the most watched movie trailer ever. It beat out the previous record set by Spider-Man No Way Home. And it is worth watching. Yeah, and that's coming out July 26th with our buddy Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Took the girls to see Great Bear Rainforest and IMAX. Oh, how'd they like it? Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah they thought they were cute and cuddly. I said, um... No. No. Not really. Look at the claws. And oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, so text here from... Vince, I have the Freedom North America Unlimited plan. We're going to Cayman Islands. How can I find out about having coverage with them? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Bloody cough is still Good there. Two Sorry. Of you. Uh, Gary's the healthy one. I looked it up on their website. So Freedom Mobile has that Roam Beyond plan. Mm-hmm. 60 gigabytes of data and 73 destinations are included. And I checked and Cayman Islands is included bonus so what you would what i would suggest you do vince would be um go down to freedom mobile and they will upgrade you from the plan you're on now just before you go um didn't say when you're going but do it you know a couple Mm. weeks before and then you have to be on the roam beyond plan for a minimum of three months so let's say you're paying fifty dollars a month now maybe not that much this would bump you up to 65 for three months and then you'd go back down to whatever plan you're on now. So that's the ideal way of doing it, and that might inspire you to go travel somewhere else where you've got 73 countries worth of coverage. There we go. Um, what is your new website address? Okay, tech-talk.ca. If you're in the USA, tech 
talk.ca. If you're in Espanol, tech guion.ca. Maho taught us that one, so there mm-hmm. you go. How does one take an app out of the library in an iPhone to show on the front page? When I tap and hold, I only get two options, delete or send to. That's from Terry, T-E-R-I. When you hold your finger on the app, uh, when you hold your finger until they all wiggle. They all go all epileptic, with apologies to those with epilepsy. Sorry, that wasn't very sensitive. Um, When you tap on the minus, it should give you delete app, remove from home screen, and cancel. If you don't have that choice, that would suggest that you're on a much older iPhone that is not on a current operating system, Terry. So let me know. There we go. Okay, what else have we got to do here? Well, um, phone lines are clear. Yes, I'm just looking. There's a whole raft of text here. Some I have to go and find homework for. Dum, dum, dum. I would like some information if there are some well-known Facebook love scams like the Nigerian Prince one. Oh, yes. There's not <laughs> many of them. Marissa's smiling. Have you ever had that that email? Well, I think because of my age and I look a bit younger, people approach me uh, so that they can be my quote-unquote sugar daddy. And I have, like, fooled with them, like, kind of went along with the scam for a bit to see what it was. And basically they would send me a check, quote-unquote, so that I could take a picture and deposit it into my bank account and then I would go to a Bitcoin machine oh, and, get oh, yeah. it, and they would yeah. let me keep $700. So, And then the check bounces and you're out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the sort of the latest version, the traditional Nigerian prince one. Yeah. There, there are a lot. Of, most of them, um, in fact, we'll talk about it in the second hour, Gary. We've got a couple, mm-hmm. a couple of variations on the scams that are in there to do that. Uh, including one that Apple got embarrassed, the uh, vision test app that was actually a movie piracy app. Oops. That's all coming up in hour number two. Grab a beverage. We'll get you caught up on the news and back with hour number two for family dung. <laughs> okay, brain will reset. I'll do a restart during the, the part two coming up after the news. <laughs> Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. My brain has been reset, hopefully effectively, and we will carry on for hour number two of our family day long weekend edition of Tech Talk for 2024. If you're just tuning in, Gary Beyer is in studio with us. He is the owner of Tesseract Computers. Brian is off this weekend getting some extra sleep or some sleep. So Marissa Meekins, thanks for thanks for coming in, even though your voice is not perfect. Yeah, no problem. I, I love being here. You're sounding yeah. better now. Am I? Well, the more you worse. use a voice, the better it gets. <laughs> exactly. Doesn't always work for me that way, but yes. Uh-huh. And Gary is here as well. So uh, lots of show notes in there for you in their new home, tech-talk.ca. And the big thing, we've been going through some of these. When you go there, you will see uh, on the homepage on the right, it says Travel Tech News. So thank you for being patient while I converted them all over from the old OneNote uh, version, but they're all there now, and they are updated. And one of the ones that I thought we would mention, Gary, that ties into several things people have been asking, taking their phones overseas. Yeah. One part is how you stay connected, whether you use uh, Freedom Mobile, whether you use Aerolo, Airplane Mobile, whatever. But the other thing is, will the phone work in that country if it's an old yeah, phone? Just, just to put it in context a little bit, um, until only about four or five years ago, 
a lot of the phones that you could have bought out of the states that were budget budget models that yeah. were unlocked, and you could get them for a hundred dollars for a smartphone, they wouldn't work here because of the carrier frequency. Yes. So when we we read stories about the federal government is auctioning off uh, a broadband spectrum range, that's the frequency range that either Rogers or Telus will bid on, so they can get. Dif- different frequencies to make phones work differently, be it better penetration in, in, yep. in, in farther distance, farther distance towers. or stronger through concrete. Yeah, you know, these these it's the broadband spectrum that they're bidding on. European models didn't work here. A lot of American models didn't work here, and our phones wouldn't work over there. Yep. That's changed because the, the manufacturers are building the phones to be able to handle a much much broader spectrum yes. of those frequencies. You don't realize it, but your average Android or iPhone has about 7 to 10 frequencies that yep. it can work on. Whereas if you go way back to analog, it was all in the 850 yes. uh, megahertz range. Now it's it's we're up into the 2000s. Yeah. So if you have an older phone and you're going to be going traveling, before we used to say eh, we'd l- would have to go complicated process. So in the process of updating these notes, um, I found the Kimmelville frequency checker. So in the travel tech portion of the notes, go down to item number five. This is the specific travel tech notes. Item number five: Make sure your phone will work overseas. And you go to the Kimmelville frequency checker, which is Kimmelville.com, and you type in the type of phone you have, like in this case for the lady that contacted me, Samsung Galaxy S6. And it says, where did you buy the phone? What country did you buy it in? Canada. Where are you going? Australia. You click the button, and in her cage, it says coverage in Australia, zero out of five of the 5G frequencies, obviously. Five out of seven of the 4G frequencies. So that means... In a lot of cases in Australia, Sarah, you're going to end up with no service yep. because they're either operating on 5G and your phone would be 4G, but you don't have any of those in your phone, or you'd be using one of those bottom ones that are redlined on that graphic. So I put a picture of the mm-hmm. screenshot in there. So it's really handy to find out if your phone is, and this is really only if your phone is older. If your phone's made within the last three years, Unless it's an ultra-budget model. Yeah. But if, if, you, if you've got one of the newer iPhones, uh, one of the newer Samsungs, it's yeah. probably going to work worldwide. But if you bought it for $75 brand new, then I would still run this check because yes. that's how they save the money on cheaper phones. They put a chip in that only has four frequencies, yeah. the four current frequencies, none of the older ones. So, yeah, that's, that's, a re- that's a really great thing there. Okay, we also had a text here. Uh, I'm going to do a scam one here, switching back to the main show notes. Item number one, watch out for scam emails supposedly from Outlook warning that your device is at risk. The usual rule, if there's lots of red or anything flashing, that's a good warning right there. This one says, Outlook, attention with the big red and white sign. Mm -hmm. Your device is at risk with little warning triangles. We have detected that your device is at high risk of being infected with viruses. It may soon corrupt your SIM card, data, photos, and contacts if no action is taken. There's a learn more button. There's how to remove virus button. There's a security check button. If you click on any of those, gotcha. it's going to take you to a web page at semimaritan.ro. Where in the world would .ro be? Marissa? 
geography test. Brian's not here, so you get the test. R-O. What country begins with Romania? R? Romania? Bingo. There you okay. go. Okay. Now, I need to step back a step because February 3rd and 4th, we talked about a similar scam and I identified the country code as being .za, which I said was Zambia. Steve, who's listening to us on a podcast in Brisbane, Australia, he took the time to email and say, no, that's not correct. .za is South Africa. Zambia is .zm. I stand corrected. Thank you. I appreciate it. And good day to you listening in Brisbane. Siri, what's the weather like in Brisbane, Australia? It's currently partly cloudy and 21 degrees in Brisbane, Australia. Expect clear skies starting in the afternoon. Today's high will be 31 and the low will be 21 degrees. What time is it in Brisbane? In Brisbane, Australia, it's 5.11 a.m. That's why it's only 21 degrees. There you go, Steve. I'm I'm jealous. (coughs) Hopefully, yeah. Summer down there. Hopefully he's listening to the podcast and not listening to us at 5.11 in the morning. Mm. Anyway, so there's it. So never click in links or emails like that, okay? The links go to a fake Microsoft sign-in page. The scammers are hoping you'll type in your email address and Microsoft password Mm -hmm. so they can immediately begin stealing your identity and your money. I cannot stress this one enough. That's a really common one. If you get any email or text about a problem or a counter service or a package that can't be delivered, invoice for something you didn't buy. Now, this is also where it's very important in your security in your security setup for pretty much everything. 2FA. Two-factor authentication. Make sure that on your Microsoft account they're offering you, put in a phone number yeah. for 2FA. Your banks are asking for 2FA now. For those of you who haven't got a cell phone, eh, it's not going to work. Because that's the second factor. Yeah. One is the password. That's right. And that says, okay, you got the password right. Let's make sure you will text right. you a code. Now, even more interesting, I was talking to a friend of mine who is with uh, the IT, uh, one of the top IT dogs for BC government. Mm-hmm. They have started releasing uh, cell phones to employees with three-factor authentication now. Oh, Lord. Well, they need it. They absolutely need it. If it's got your tax records on there or your yep. driver's license info, yeah. Yeah. Three-factor. <laughs> I know. I know, but hey, the, uh, bad, the bad guys are out there. One other security uh, thing that I'm mentioning, just to prove that we're all in this together, a movie piracy app disguised as a vision test app snuck on Apple's Laps app store last year. They only just found it and killed it. It was called Kimmy, K-I-M-I. It pretended to be a vision testing app, but it facilitated movie piracy. The app didn't even try to hide it, even though it looked like a vision test. As soon as you opened it, you just searched for the movie or shows you wanted to watch, and with moments, you would be watching them. So, if you oh, faces, I missed that one. Yeah, they took it. They took it down. Just so you know, so everything is there. Um, Bell and Virgin Plus are following Roger's lead and are hiking their mobile rates. You won't know unless you actually look at your statement, which in many cases you have to log into your account to see. They just send you an email saying, hey, we're deducting $87.12 from your, from your credit card as usual. And you go, wait a minute, it was 84. Yeah. So you have to look at the statement. Rogers and Fido's customers got similar notification earlier this year. TELUS isn't saying if it's gonna do the same, saying only that it looks at the landscape hourly, literally. To, to try and stay competitive. No, this, is, this is where I think that the CRTC needs more teeth. We were told when Rogers took over Shaw that this was good for the consumer, that mm-hmm. we were going to get better deals. We were going to be more competitive. If more competitive means taking more money out of our pockets, boy, are they doing well. Well, everyone that moved over from Shaw to Rogers, 
you know, Marissa, you're one of those. Uh, you're guaranteed your rate for five years. No increases as long as you don't change it. If you're with Shaw, TELUS, Rogers for TV and Internet, if you're on a value plan, you're guaranteed no rate increases for two years. So that's, yeah, but you're right. I agree with your point, but just there are things you can do um, to, to minimize that. Um, okay, so mm. now there's another tech. I know. sound like Marge Simpson there for a sec. Uh, where was the text uh, about the... Uh, sorry, there's too many things. They're all scrolling by. Oh, here we go. From Red. Your thoughts on the Samsung A15 for basic use, i.e. email, phone calls, etc. So before we answer that, I'll tell you how we answered that, or at least how I answered that. And because, how I'm answering it. Yeah, because I put this into the show notes as well. Uh, item number 15, how to use Microsoft's free Copilot AI chatbot on an iPhone or iPad. I've had it on mine for about a month now. I recently moved it right down to, my, to the bottom bar that stays the mm-hmm. same because I use it so much. It's not so much like a web browser or a search engine. It gives you answers to questions, even subjective ones. Yes, you can use it to create images, poems, and songs. But like during the Super Bowl last weekend when it looked like they were headed for overtime, I asked Copilot, what are the new rules for overtime in the Super Bowl? And there was the answer. And about 30 seconds later, the announcer gave us the same Mm -hmm. information on there. So in this case, I went into Copilot, and Gary did the same on his laptop. And I said, when did the Samsung A15 phone come out, and is it any good? Well, it came out in 2023, and is it any good? Now, this is subjective on my part, because I didn't ask Copilot if it was any good. I just asked for specifications. (laughs) So, based on everything I'm reading here, 6.5-inch Super AMOLED screen, uh, it's basic 1080 by 2340-pixel screen at 90% hertz for refresh rate. Octa-core processor, 5G speed. Uh, it comes in in four different flavors: four gigs RAM, one twenty-eight, fifty megapixel yeah. main camera, five. Yeah, that's a that's, pre- that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good phone. Video recording is awesome, et cetera, et cetera. Based on the pricing, uh, Canadian dollars, it tells me it's uh, two hundred and fifty-nine yeah. dollars. I think uh, two hundred and fifty-six forty-four. That's good value in there. Yeah. In fact, I did ask my co-pilot, mm-hmm. I said, is it any good? And it ended up, the summary, while it may not compete with flagship phones, the Galaxy A15 offers a good balance of features at an affordable price point. If you're looking for a budget-friendly option, it's definitely worth considering. Yeah. That's co-pilot. Yeah. So that's the difference between a search engine and having, it's like, it's like a team yeah. that will answer your questions for you. Yeah, so that that so uh, by all means, item number fifteen. You have an iPhone or an iPad? Go and put the Copilot app on there. Coming soon to yep. Android as well, and it's just really great for just getting answers to questions, particularly subjective stuff. Yes. So there we go, and that answers the question. Yes. Yeah, so that's more than more than um, red. Um, that's that's a really good mid level phone. That, yep. that one's got good value. <laughs> um, hi there. About Battery Gate. I have this is. Phone number ends in 1005. I've looked at your link on Tech Notes, but I'm not a good reader. I've read you and promote this. I still have my iPhone 6 Pro and 7 Pro Max, and they still work. My question is, how or where do I sign up to enter my serial number to start the process? Is there a PDF online form? There will be. Apple has proposed the settlement. The lawyers have said they agree with the settlement. It is now going before a B.C. Supreme Court justice to settle this class action lawsuit Later this month, as yep. soon as that is done, the settlement will include the specifics of how they make it yep. to do that. The lawyers will. It'll be on the news. It's big. It's, it's a big the one. Biggest one. 150 bucks yep. for each of your phones. So stay tuned. As soon yep. as that's done, 
I promise that'll be a big deal on the show notes. Okay, Everly's waiting on the phone line. We'll take a quick break and we'll come back to that. As we continue on Tech Talk 20 after the hour, and Everly's waiting on the phone line. Hi, Everly. Hi, it's, it's actually it's Beverly. Beverly, um, I'm sorry. I'm no, it's okay. Be, me bad. I'm having trouble with my sound here. Okay. I uh, have an interesting email that came in. It's from Virginia M. S-A-L-G-A-D-O. And it says I've sec- they've successfully completed this all these numbers. Yep. My McAfee plan. Now they... And it's a receipt, and they're charging your credit card. My Shaw email, which I don't have anymore. And the interesting part was that the fee is $886.86. So they're hoping that that's going to scare you, and you're going to go, oh, my God, I can't afford that, and you're going to call the toll-free number. Oh, yeah, And if you call the toll-free number, they will pretend to be McAfee, and they will offer to refund that for you. They'll just need your banking info. Okay. Yeah. And then they'll want oh, you. Oh, I knew that. But, and, and then they'll and want. To, the, yeah. So the email go, is from Gmail. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because and Gmail. And it's not even a foreign email. That's right. Well, no, but Gmail does right. not require you to prove who you are when you set up an account. So they can be sitting anywhere in the world, be sending these out. And it goes to oh, call yeah. centers mostly in India. And then they'll just want access to your bank account to show you that you got your refund. They will make it look on the screen like you put an extra zero in and and that they refunded you $8,000. And then they will say, oh, my God, I'm going to get fired. You did that. You, you, you just cost me my job. You need to send me back the difference. And they will pressure you into going and buying Bitcoin or Amazon gift cards to send them back yeah. the difference. And I know that may sound dumb to you that you would never fall for that, Beverly, but right. they wouldn't be doing it if there aren't people out there who would. I know, but it's scary that there are, you know, yep. people that are vulnerable yep. that don't understand. So, so please think who you know in your life, because I don't know you, Beverly, but think who do you know in your right. life that might be vulnerable enough to call that 800 number? Call them and tell them right. about this. Okay. Yeah, and yep. then just, um, if what button do you press on to get your emails? Are you accessing your email on your computer, tablet, phone? A computer and my phone. Okay, so on your computer, what button do you press to get your emails? What it's, does that uh, look like? Windows. Um, for the Windows ones, it's... W- Windows Mail? Uh, so an envelope. Yeah. But on my Gmail, it's on. It's a, a Chrome. Okay, so Gmail, you cannot you cannot report it the way you can with um, with the Windows Mail app. But you need to be on the new Outlook Mail app in order to get the report button. And with one button, you can report it to Microsoft, block it, and delete it. But that won't work unless you're on the Outlook Mail app. And I'll put some more notes in that for next week. But yeah, in your okay. case, just simply delete it. But think of who you could tell. Yeah. There's your random act of kindness. Who do you know that we might be going off to fall for that? Right. I'm so glad you didn't, though. Thanks for warning us. Oh, of us. course. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, I thought I, I would do that. Yeah. So. Thanks, Beverly. Great show. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, the Oscars are coming up, and one of the homework videos that we put in there, uh, Jimmy Kimmel is hosting the Oscars coming up, and there's a great homework video put in there. Kate McKinnon, uh, America Ferreira, Ryan Gosling, and Dame Helen Mirren uh, helped Jimmy Kimmel get to the Oscars in this little clip here. It's 44 in the show notes. He has knocked on the door of the home of Weird Barbie. 
Welcome. You must be midlife crisis, Ken. No. Lost everything in the divorce, Ken? No. Probably should have gone a size up in that tuxedo, Ken? No, I'm Jimmy. I'm Kimmel. I'm hosting the Oscars, and I'm lost, and I really need to get back to Hollywood. Did you find GPS threatening to your masculinity? I have just a thing for you, Kimmy Jimmel. Let's go. There you go. <laughs> it's a great video. They put a lot of work into that one there. Kate McKinnon, I love anything she does. But yeah, he's hosting in the Oscars coming up. Um, down below that, you will find, if you're a fan of Legend of Zelda video games, Nintendo's Legend of Zelda Orchestra perform a medley of themes from the games. If you watch it, you will see it's like a concert, but there's no audience because they were doing it remotely for Nintendo Live. So they stand and bow, but... There's not a sound to be heard except the orchestra is really cool. And I didn't know this is coming out, but Ghostbusters Frozen yeah. Empire will be in theaters this summer. So uh, the trailer for that one's gone viral as well. So I put that up there. And then down at the very bottom, I know how many of you really look forward to this. So <laughs> I love doing the homework. Uh, our sign of the week. It's from Newfoundland, where they are continuing to dig out from another big dump of snow. I'm not going to say any more than that. Yes, feel free to copy it, paste it, share it on social media and give All other people over the place. It's a perfect sign for this week. Thank you. And to those of you that send me those signs, please keep them coming because I, I try to find them when I have time when I'm out and about, but there's so many out in the world, so appreciate that. Okay, let's do a couple more of the travel tech tips now that we've got them all updated in there. Two that are really popular ones. Um, if you are going traveling outside Canada... Despite what you heard on the news about the cost of developing the fool thing, the Arrive Can app lets you pre-clear customs when returning to Canada. It's really good. Now, it doesn't work if you're flying directly back to Victoria from outside nope. Canada, but most people are coming in through Vancouver, Seattle, or Vancouver. One too. of the big four. Yeah, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, Quebec City, or Halifax. The time it saves is enough to enable you to make a tight connection if your incoming yeah. flight is late. So if you're flying back in from wherever to Vancouver and then you're getting a connecting flight to Victoria and for whatever reason your arrival into Vancouver is delayed and now you're only going to have 27 minutes to make your connecting mm -hmm. flight, this will make the difference. There's two things about it, though, and this is item seven in the travel tech notes in the show notes. Make sure you have the latest version of the ArriveCan app and make sure you know your ArriveCan account password because, God bless them, they log you out after 10 days. So if you check it before you go, head off to Hawaii for two weeks, and then go to come back, and you've got that tight connection, and it says, okay, you've been logged out. Please log back in with your password. So make sure you know that. ArriveCan app is available free on the Apple and Google app stores, and... You can all submit it on a website. So if you don't have a smartphone, if there's a computer somewhere before you get on the flight back home at your relative's or friend's place or hotel, you can submit your declaration uh, on the website now. That's new. On the other hand, if you're going to the USA, including Hawaii and Alaska, U.S. Customs and Border Protection free app is called MPC, Mobile Passport Control. It can be used by Canadians and Americans, number eight in the travel tech tips. And this is important. It can now be used at airports like Vancouver, where you pre-clear customs integration when flying to a major U.S. airport. So if you fly down to Las Vegas, you actually don't do customs and immigration in Vegas. You do it in Vancouver. And this app will let you 
pre-clear and save that line. So when you walk up, you go to the kiosk instead of the herd and beep, and you just carry on. That's a really good one. If you're item number nine, Gary, for people that are going on overseas in particular, mm-hmm. go through Vancouver Airport, if you're flying out to somewhere in Asia or somewhere where there's going to be a really ton of people going to the same place, you can book a security screening using their free YVR Express service. So particularly if you're going over on the ferry to go to the airport and not as much time as you would like, you can book your screening up to 72 hours ahead of time and you just show up, hi, I want to be screened now. And there's everyone else lined up to be screened and you get to go right through. It's absolutely free. Canada flights between 6.30 a.m. and 6 p.m. USA flights between 6 a.m. and 3 p.m. Internet flights coming soon. Nice. Okay, quick break. Back with our final half hour after this. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Along with Gary Beyer from Tesseract Computers and Marissa Meekins is our producer this weekend. You're going to be with us again next weekend as well? Uh, yes, I will be here next weekend. And your voice will be good by then? I certainly <laughs> hope so. It so. I think it sounds kind of cool, though. Yeah, it sounds very... Um, what, what was her name? Um, holding out for a hero... Bonnie Tyler. Bonnie Tyler. Oh, yeah, I'll take it. I like it. Maybe I'll, I'll try and sing in the meantime until I lose it. <laughs> By text from Claire. By the way, uh, we're live on Saturday morning, a family day long weekend. So if you're with us live, you can text us at 107010107010. If you're in Canada, please include your first name somewhere at the beginning or end of the text. You can call us at 250-386-1161 and star 1070 on a mobile phone in Canada. From Claire. I have an iPhone SE. I'm on Rogers. I have only one bar on my phone, but my other devices have full bars. I've shut down my iPhone and restarted it a few times, but it always has only one bar. Any idea what's wrong? Thank you. Um, could be several things. Now, when you say you have an iPhone SE, that's one of those frustrating. Which one? Yeah, which one? Uh, because that's what Gary was talking about earlier. If it's one of the iPhone SEs, the first one, then it has frequencies that may not be compatible with what's out there yeah. today. So your other phones are using the newer frequencies and you're getting more bars. But uh, I learned this recently. It could also be a defective SIM card. So if you're on Rogers, I would pop down to the Rogers store and have them um, check it and they will, no charge, give you a new SIM card. And oh. there's there's also other things it could be. It could be that the phone has been bumped the wrong way and the antenna's not working properly anymore. <laughs> it could be that your software is out of date. Uh, frankly, it could be that your phone may just need a hard boot. Yeah, she says she restarted it a few times. Um, yeah, so w- we didn't specify that. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Ask your iPhone, Claire. Ask S-I-R-I please restart my iPhone Mm -hmm. and she'll say just to be clear you want to restart this iPhone and you go yes that's different that's a cold boot which is different from a restart but if not if that doesn't do it then yeah stop down at Rogers yeah that's why we're going away from SIM cards we're going to eSIMs eSIMs exactly SIM cards are little dinky pieces of plastic and metal and they can get slightly damaged. They can get on the uh, on the contacts. They can get a bit uh, yeah. uh, varnished. Or they can just yeah. not have been yeah. terribly well made because yeah. they're punched out by the millions. So that's why we're moving away from that. Okay. <coughs> now, da, 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 da. I told a friend about Apple batteries. She has an SE11 and needs a battery. 
is Black Apple authorized to replace batteries? Um, if you want it done by an Apple authorized repair center, that would be London Drugs or Simply Computing. Or Restart Computers. Yep, they are authorized repair centers. Uh, you book it in through Apple and then they will do it. The price is a lot higher. So if the phone is still in warranty, then that's that's worth doing. The battery yep. is not covered unless it's a defective, yep. if you've just worn it out. Um, Black Apple is just a, we just like the service and the quality of the batteries they use are really good there. You say she has an SE 11, one or the other. <coughs> Excuse me, either an iPhone SE 2020 or 2022 or an iPhone 11. If it's an iPhone 11, that's getting on now. Yeah, it's 15 is out, so four years old. So look at the cost of getting a battery done versus getting a newer iPhone. Depending on, on what your friend uses it for, Bert, if they use it a lot, it will be worth getting a newer. It doesn't have to be new iPhone. Um, but if they just use it for basic stuff, then, yeah, a battery replacement would be that. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. There's a whole bunch of texts here that I'm trying to find the answers to. Okay, back to a couple more travel tech tips here. And again, these are all in the show notes, tech-talk.ca. Travel tech uh, is on the right, and I made it, so there's a PDF you can download as want. So this is one we get a lot of feedback on, and I, part of me feels bad about this, but it's just the reality. Item number 10, think twice about booking a cheap flight through a third-party travel app or website. There's some very reputable apps out there like Expedia, Travago, all these others. The problem is if your flight is canceled, and that's happening a lot more often now because of staffing shortages and weather problems, you will have to deal with that third party to get rebooked if you can even reach someone. And that can be really stressful if you're in Singapore on the way home and your flight's now been canceled. So by all means, search the web for the best web fares, and we'll get Marissa to give us an example of where she's going to head to, and we'll try that out um, in item number 11, Google Flight Search. But once you find the best fare, then go to the app or website of the airline in question and try to book those specific flights there. That can make, that can make a huge difference. I just... I, the number of people that have called me or texted me in a panic from overseas airports saying, okay, now the flight's canceled, now what? I can't get a hold of Expedia. And I said, if you can't get a hold of them, then pull out the credit card and buy, and then you're going to have to fight it out with them to get them to compensate you for the, for the difference. And it's just not worth it. You know, travel is supposed to be enjoyable, or at least is <laughs> less unenjoyable. Gary's smiling. Travel is stressful the destination is enjoyable yes but there are things you can do to minimize the the stress <laughs> yeah use so, plan points so this is one i'm not a big fan of google because of their privacy stuff their technology is awesome and this is a classic example of it google flight search so marissa you said that we're going to go off to espana with some friends yeah are your dates flexible or do we have to be or do we have to be specific well, there is a certain date I do have to be there by, but okay. I could definitely go earlier. Okay, so let's, we'll do this, we'll do this as a real thing. So we're going to start with, uh, so I've gone to google.com slash travel truck flights. It's easier just to go to Google flight search, and it'll all find it to the same place. So we're going to go from YYJ, which is Victoria, and ideally you'd fly into 
Um, well, we tried it earlier, so let's try. If you're going to Ibiza, let's try Barcelona because you know the prices that we found for um, when we did Ibiza. And ideally, you would like to go when? In September. Okay, so I'm just putting in the dates there. And September 11th, I think you said? Yeah. Okay, and how long do you think you can get away for? Uh, 10 days. Okay, so 11th to 21st. And done. And I do a search based on that. I've just done it for one person initially. Okay, so the cheapest flight that it finds here is $1,295, and that would be Air Canada Lufthansa. Up at the top, and this is all listed, showing some specific examples in the Travel Tech Tips, item number 11. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go to the date grid, and we'll see how this works for, for Marissa's plans. So $1,295 was the date we picked, and... The only cheaper one than that, there's a whole bunch of dates, um, $12.87. So if you went on the 11th and came back on the 20th instead of the 21st, we'd get $12.87. So not, not a big change. So we'll stick with the $12.95, but then we will go to the price graph button and see if there's any big changes. It's pretty consistent across the board for Barcelona until you get to September um, 21st but you need to be there for then but if you could go on the 21st for example it drops to a thousand dollars okay so we'll stick with the 1295 but now we're going to change the departure from Victoria to Vancouver how much of a difference do you think that'll make trying that one oh to uh flying from Vancouver instead of Victoria yeah maybe like a hundred eleven eighty eight okay but now I'm going to go back to the date grid. Oh, look, but if I could go the day later, if you could go on September 12th, that would be $1,042. Okay. Okay. And I'll do the same thing, particularly if there's a bunch of you going. Let's try Seattle. So 1042 is our best price. It's like a game show. We'll go Seattle to Barcelona on those same dates. And that's actually 1320 so see the difference when you when you when you do that so it's there's no rhyme or reason to it so nope so you're best to be going out of vancouver one day later that's just one quick example to do that so you play around gary with the the dates and the nearby airports now that was barcelona and ideally you wanted to go you were saying mercy you wanted to go to, to ibiza yeah yeah I'm, I think it's IBZ. Yep, IBZ is the Belize airport. So same thing, going from Vancouver to Ibiza on those same dates, 1375. Okay. So then we'd have to figure out how to get you from Barcelona to Ibiza to see whether there's, you know, Ryanair, EasyJet, 27 euros, something like that. But if there's a bunch of you going, by, by a minor playing around with stuff, you can make a substantial... Yeah, there's mm-hmm. going to be, I think, like seven of us going. So, and I think some people may go earlier yep. to, to meet up. So, um, okay. Yeah, definitely. We're going to play around so we can. Yeah, and because much. those cities are close enough that look at other ones that you might not think of, like try Lisbon. You know, mm-hmm. find out where there's really good train service to get you to where you want to go, and then try the other cities because you may find that you get a $680 fare. You oh, go, wow. Okay, yeah. so, and then we'll take a. You know, we'll take an hour-long train ride for 40 euros, and, oh, we're laughing. I would so, love to take the train. <laughs> yeah, their trains are great. So, anyway, that that's a really good way 
to do that one there. So that's an example of that item number 11 in the travel tech section. And it shows you the buttons to click on to get these variations that we've been talking about there. Okay, Rod on the phone lines, you're up after this. Quarter to the hour on Tech Talk for Family Day, long weekend edition. If you have Microsoft Flight Simulator, we have some great news for you, especially if you are a fan of Dune. But first of all, we go to the phone lines and Rod. Hi, Rod. Welcome to Tech Talk. Good morning, Al. And first of all, I'd like to say thanks for what you guys do. It's always a learning uh, a learning session listening to your show. Oh, it's learning for us, too. So thank you. We're all in this one together. Thanks. All right. So I've downloaded an app called Photo Room. And uh, I'm one of those guys that goes through the uh, permissions and privacy and all that sort of stuff, okay? And I'm noticing one of the things it says, it says types of data collected, write only photo library permission. Now, what does that mean? Is that, uh, does that mean that it, it's asking for permission to my entire collection of 17,000 photos? Or yes. only the yep. photos that I take at the time when no. I'm using Program. No, it needs permission because you would go into the photo room app and you would then say, hey, I want to change, I want to edit this photo from seven months ago or from seven minutes ago. So it needs access to the entire library. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. But it's an app. So photo room is a good app. It's got a, it's got a pretty decent uh, reputation. Are you downloading it, Rod, on an iPhone or on an yeah. Android phone? Uh, iPhone 15. Yeah, you're absolutely fine to to use it what would you what would you think you'd be doing with the photos using photo room uh it's just hobby i'm a hobby photographer right okay yeah no Uh, now what does write only mean versus photo library permission here as well what does write only mean it means it has the ability to replace the photo that you took with the edited version okay it doesn't make a copy it actually okay. replaces the photo, and so that's where it has that ability gotcha. to do that. Yeah. So. Okay, I appreciate your answer. Yeah, that's a good. I'm glad you yeah. asked. I wish more people would ask those. <laughs> All right. Take Thank, care. Bye bye. Bye bye. As I mentioned, if you are a fan of uh, Dune and especially Microsoft Flight Simulator, you used to have that set up in the store. Have you played it? I used to. I have not played it. Like, well, I can't fly very well. Yeah, a little busy <laughs> post-heart attack there. Um, okay, so not meaning to be flippant there. but Oh, goodness, just, no. Yeah. So th- this is this is really cool. I took a look at this uh, last night, and I put the link into the show notes, item number 23, in order to um, promote the highly anticipated March 1st release of the sci-fi fantasy movie Dune Part 2. A special free Dune expansion pack has been released for Microsoft Flight Simulator. It's free, and one of the stars of the movie has got a video that uh, Marissa's got queued up there, and he's going to introduce himself. Hi, I'm Timothy Chalamet, and I play Paul Atreides. Go check out the Flight Simulator Dune expansion, where you can fly the Royal Ornithopter on Arrakis. Obviously, you can only hear the sound. You can't see the video, but that's pretty awesome. It is. Yep. So I, I may have to fire up the flight sim again. I had to look up Arrakis, A-R-R-A-K-I-S. Oh, by the way, speaking of things, we you were asking Marissa about uh, where you're going in Spain. Yes. And how we pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. And so I looked it up using my using my chat GPT, or uh, sorry, the co-pilot in there, and it's Ibiza. Okay, so I yeah. was I was right. I wasn't being no, pretentious. I was doing <laughs> a more Canadian Americanized version. So sloppy me. So Ibiza. 
Ibiza. Okay. Ibiza. So there we go. That's the kind of thing that I mm-hmm. use Copilot for and to do that. Just little things like I mean, that. Just imagine you used to only use Siri for that. Yeah. Well, um, well, okay. Let me. That's a good question because I don't think she can do that. But let me try. And that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Coke, Pepsi, try it. Siri. That Siri. How do you pronounce Ibiza? I found this on the web. Yeah. So what she does is she takes me to a YouTube video that will play me somebody doing it, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the copilot. I just find that's better because it okay. says, it says that one is right there. Um, speaking of movies and such, Napoleon will be on Apple TV Plus next month. We saw it this past week at IMAX Victoria. It was superb. Joaquin Phoenix is nominated for Best Actor. Do go pee before you sit down to watch it. It's a long one. If you're in the theater, because it's two hours and 40 minutes. But if you're watching it on Apple TV+, Plus, then you're okay. Speaking of streaming, Amazon's Prime Video new ad tier has led to a class action lawsuit by subscribers. Who saw that one coming? Now, this is in the USA, in California, but... It will follow here. Because we'll see what happened. Basically, they're saying because you swapped us over as part of our membership from streaming with no ads to streaming with ads, and then we have to pay to get rid of the ads, that's a violation of your agreement with us, class action. So we'll see. that, that it comes after they increase the rates. Yes, so it's two whammy, both yeah. increase the rates and then, and then hit you with this. So stay tuned. We will, we will follow that one along. We were talking earlier about AI and the amazing new things that the video mm-hmm. can done. That's in the show notes. <laughs> I almost hesitate to suggest you look at this one. Item number 20 in the show notes. The editors of the reputable Frontiers in Cell and Developmental Biology <laughs> Journal are being roundly criticized. They published a supposedly peer-reviewed stem cell research article which contains gibberish text and nonsensical graphics. I put one of them in the notes. One noted researcher says what's supposed to be a diagram of a complex nerve system signaling pathway looks more like an overly complicated explanation of how to make a donut with colorful sprinkles complete with gibberish text labels. But the one that really sort of got all the attention out there was the graphic cellular functions of spermatogenial stem cells. Um, is that a graphic of a rat, which looks wrong in, oh, in so, many, so ways. many ways. I'll let you see for yourself. <laughs> Aside from the gibberish text labels, the editors say they are investigating. Mm-hmm. They have not shed any light on how the article made it through the screening process. So there we go. We cover it all here for you on Tech. If you have an Android phone and you use Google Messages app, full screen effects are being added. A lady called me and said, what the heck? Has somebody hacked my phone? And I said, well, what's going on? She goes, well, I sent a message to my friend and I said, sounds good. And all of a sudden this flashing thing came up on the screen. What it is is full screen thumbs up graphics in that Mm -hmm. case. Or if you say, I love you, hearts fly across the screen. So there are 15 Um, phrases currently that you have to do and they're not telling you which ones they are other than those obvious ones they want you to find them when you send the text so um snow snow was another one so those are three i found sounds good i love you and snow falling and if you say any of those then like snow flakes appear all over the screen yippee anyway great use of technology but your phone is not being hacked final segment after this Final segment of Tech Talk with Alan and Gary and Marissa for Family Day Long Weekend. And back to the phone lines and Graham. Hi, Graham. 
Hey there, Ellen. Uh, good morning, Gary. And Hello. There. Uh, just uh, curious, Ellen, on the recommendation for uh, one who may be traveling to Mexico and what uh, you would recommend for the uh, uh, phone uh, coverage yep. in the way of any additional... What carrier uh, are you on now? Ooh, uh, that... Uh, and the top someone, left corner someone, of your screen, a, is it yeah, Rogers someone, or Freedom? Well, someone had sent in a text to you earlier, and uh, I'm not quite sure. She wasn't sure if you answered the question already, so I'm just phoning in to... Okay. Oh, this is on behalf of somebody else. Okay. Yeah. Um, if they're on Freedom Mobile, they can, they can go on the Canada-U.S.-Mexico plan, which is $50 a month. That one only has to be on for one month, and then they could knock back down to a cheaper plan. If they're not on Freedom Mobile, they could either consider changing to Freedom or they could use the Aerolo app, which is in the Tech Talk notes, and add on a second phone number that would cover them for Mexico. None of the other carriers offer Mexico at an affordable price. It's way too expensive on Telus Bell Rogers. So for a nine-day period... Uh, yep. Freedom or Mobile or Aerolo would be the option. Yep. All right. Well, very good. Thank Thanks. You. Thanks, man. Take care. And see if we can squeeze Patricia in here. Hi, Patricia. Hi there, Alan. Listen, I don't know if um, you can help me with this. I switched from uh, Rogers to Telus recently for my TV yes. phone and everything. And the technician, when he came, he ho- he did hook up the little box to our television as well as, as hook up all the other stuff. Yeah. And there's a few things. Um, I've been on the phone at three different times to technicians. One time was over two hours. Oh my God! Turning equipment off and on, and what's you know, the problem? What's, what's and excuse I me for being brief. Get, what's I'm not still working? Using two remotes. Oh, okay. So we just and need the to... internet keeps cutting out. Mm. That was really upsetting during Super yeah. Bowl. I'll yeah, tell you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, the remote one is easy. We just have to program the Telus remote to pick up your brand of TV. That part's easy. The internet part. Yeah, and uh, okay, so. Um, I don't know what to, what to do. <laughs> okay, stay on the line, and I'll t- just because the clock is running. Um, I'll talk to you off there, and we'll see if we can figure out how to help you there. Yeah, that's one of those things with the mm, uh, with frustrating. The, yeah, because there's so much technology that is changing there. Claire, who had the iPhone with um, mm-hmm. only one bar yep. of signal, she texted to say thank you so much for helping me. I restarted my phone and have three bars. Fantastic! Yay. Your radio show is so helpful. I listen every Saturday and learn lots of things. That just made our day. Thank you so much. Um, from Bruce, if we update our Shaw Internet or TV service with Rogers when the two-year value plan expires, does that impact our Rogers Shaw Mobile five-year protection as zero was tied to Internet service? No. Your five-year uh, zero-dollar plan remains. You just have to have Internet service. The plan that you're on that gives you that Internet service and the price. Yeah. Yeah, and they should be able to give you, I believe now, a $10 a month discount because you also have mobile. So it works both ways as well. Okay. Um, Oxio Internet from Linda. That is a wholesaler. Uh, They wholesale Rogers Shaw Internet here in BC, other people in other provinces. You don't really save that much. No, you save. Well, I, I looked at some of the pricing. You're going to save somewhere between ten and fifteen dollars a month. But you lose a bunch of things, such as what what we were just talking Customer about. Customer service. Yeah. Plus, also getting the bundling rates yeah. on mobile things like that. There we go. Thanks for being here in Brian's place, Marissa. Good to have you here. Yeah, great. Very and happy to so, be here. Thanks for being here, Gary. So, as I've always wanted to say on the air before you have your sign off, and that's the way the cookie crumbles. Enjoy the rest of your family day long weekend. Go and do random acts of kindness for somebody.
and so it goes. 